Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Jordan is a great guy uh, off the field, and of course, he's a good quarterback, too. So, um, you know, uh, we don't just text, you know, every week or anything, you know, anything like that, but we are cool. We are, we're uh, friends and stuff like that. So. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. You can chime in 844-770-3776 if you have something you hate about Justin Fields. I would I would imagine that fans don't even think in Madison, Wisconsin, that they hate about Jordan Love. But I do think that that is a big reason why, Matt Hamilton, our Iron Jack poll question right now is 91% no. We asked the question, do you have a problem with the fact that Jordan Love and Justin Fields are friends? I don't have a problem with it, and I'm the oldest guy in the show, and the idea that it's just not that era anymore. It used to be a thing, but it's not anymore. And I actually have more of a problem in the NBA because, look, Justin Fields and Jordan Love could both go out and account for 350 yards of offense and three total touchdowns and have no effect on each other's performance in the game. So those two guys can be best friends in the world and both ball out, and they have only control of the opposite side of the ball. Like What Jordan Love does has no effect on Justin Fields and vice versa. So to me, that makes it even easier to pallet. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. Alex Strofe on the glass at the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. I, I, to the point, though, like they, there's a narrative that loves to be created that there is some like hidden juice. Like I believe it was the AFC Championship game last year when the Bengals were taking on the Chiefs. There was the whole, like, the mayor of... Yeah, Cincinnati. Like that was all to start like some sort of like underlying beef. Like what don't you like about the other team and and create this narrative? So I actually I'm I'm actually pretty proud of our listeners and and whoever is voting on these polls that this doesn't matter because the NFL and the the old uh, uh, what is it? what would you call it? like the media big machine wants there to be conflict and wants there to be juice behind rivalry games. Let's get out to Ed and Madtown. Hey, gents. Hey. Hey, um, I kind of look at it this way. Um, it's a mutual respect, maybe not just friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of like, I, I'm that way actually with Bear fans. I have more mutual respect for them than I would as a Viking fan. Um, Why is that? I just can't stand the middle. Anyone that wears purple and Goldilocks uh, at a ball game to me is just kind of too fanatical for me. But I have <laughs> respect for Bears fans, so I respect. I don't have a problem with them having that. So, so Relich, don't start wearing Goldilocks to is a maybe. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you? It, it could be like if the if the Bears get beat by the Packers, you've got to wear a Vikings Goldilocks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not buying uh, anything, you. but uh, we could place a little bet on this game. We could do that tomorrow. We should do that tomorrow. Uh, let's go out to Z and D, 844 770 
Howdy, Z. If it isn't the artist Howdy, of Rutledge and Hamilton himself. It is the graphic artist for Rutledge and Hamilton, formerly of Scalzone Bluffs, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I will say about this is that you said, Jim, and the guys said mutual respect. They don't play. If, like Justin Fields was a defensive player. Then I would have some problems with that, obviously. But when you put in both sides of the ball, obviously it's not going to affect each other. It would be like Connell. I, I know Jim. Jim worked, used to work with a guy named Zach Halford. He's a CBS director out of the Madison affiliate. I'm pretty sure Jim's still probably friends with him, but yet he's the competition, right? Yes, uh, I'm friend. Well, I mean, I'm not friends with anyone, but yes, I like Zach. I wish him well. Uh, and yes, I, I do like Zach. But uh, it is a good point. But Zach neither is also not friends with anyone. Like you want to get two surly people in a room, it'd be me and Zach. But no, if Nobody I saw wants any but, surly people but in a room, if to to Z's point, if I saw anyone I used to work with uh, that I'm friends with or I hired or whatever, it's not the Jets. Uh, and what's the other side of things? The what is the West Side Story? The Jets oh, and the... I forget what the other gang is called. Sharks? Sharks, yeah. It's not Jets and the Sharks. It, it's just one of those things where if I see him, I'm going to say, hey, man, what's up? Or anyone who used to join the show regularly, I guess, to his point. Now, I talk to them less because, let's begin, I don't have friends. If you're in my circle, I'm talking to you. And then if you're out of my circle, I'll probably just have ADD and forget about you. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Not even out of your circle yet. It's too, <laughs> it, was, it was too easy, Mister Irrelevant. Should I change, Alex? I'm sorry. Alex, to my Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> I want to save like this face so I can see it forever. I can take a picture. That'll be my yeah. Like, that should be it. Just. <laughs> Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Do you have a problem with the fact that Jordan Love and Justin Fields are friends? Mister Relevant has a hot take on this. You going to share it with us? Spit some fire. Promote your online show. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Fine. Similarly to how I don't uh, hate Jim Rutledge, I don't particularly go out of my way to like him. <laughs> right, and that's the issue I have here. Because we've talked all summer about the rejuvenated rivalry. We've talked all summer about how these two teams historically shouldn't like each other. I just don't love the fact that these two are friendly and, and are friends with one another. Right? Like, there are 31 other or 30 other quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the league that Jordan Love could be friends with. And by the way, probably like 27 of them are more successful in their NFL career than Justin Fields has been. I'd rather Jordan Love be friends with an out-of-division successful quarterback than a guy that really hasn't accomplished anything except he's good. At, he's really fast and good at running, and he plays for the largest rivalry in the entire NFL. I don't love it. I, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I'm not asking them to hate each other. I just don't like the fact that of every starting quarterback in the NFL, Justin Fields is the guy that Jordan Love is deciding to be buddy-buddy with. Just not my favorite. Yeah, I, I, I get it. That take. I, I find it funny that Alex is more into this rivalry than a lot of the players. <laughs> but that's bad. I mean, that's bad. Well, then you are happy about Jaquan Brisker. 
Did you hear? We can find the audio That's from the it. Penn State safety. The Penn, Penn State, Penn State safety? safety, the the good one with the Bears now. now Adrian Amos was a good player with the Bears and the Packers. <laughs> but uh, Jaquan Brisker, former Penn State safety, you would know him as picking off Graham Mertz's pass uh, against Penn State week one two years ago, uh, and when the Badgers had a chance to win the football game. He threw the ball to Jaquan Brisker in that, okay. that game. So he's the player for the Bears, second-round pick, safety. Was really good last year, got hurt towards the end of the year. But he basically came out, came out and I th- it felt a little bit like fan service, but also it was exactly hitting what Meatball Alex Strofe wants, where he's like, yeah, I hate the Packers. Let's go beat the ball. Let's go beat the Packers. Yeah, Meat Sauce. Meat Sauce, Matt, uh, meat sauce Alex Strofe wanted. You having a stroke? That I hate, I hate that team. And they gave uh, Alex exactly what he wanted there. So good, right? Why, why would we not want juice? It's no, the NFL I, season. I do like the like rivalry. I, I understand with, it's I been dominant. I understand Matt Lafleur is eight zero against the Chicago Bears, but I still want juice. It's week one. It's a rivalry game. We don't need a pregame segment on the fact that Justin Fields and Jordan Love are BFFs and throwing football camps together in France. We don't need that. We need, hey, these guys have a mutual respect for one another, but the only time they're talking is twice a year. At the end of the game, when the Packers are beating the Bears on the final scoreboard and they're shaking hands for three seconds. That's all the interaction I would like to see. And then Jordan Love can go be friends with, I don't know, Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert or anybody else in the NFL that's actually a successful NFL quarterback. Justin Fields is not a successful NFL quarterback. Yeah, will he be? Maybe. But I, I, I just, it's not my favorite. I don't love it. I, I don't know why everybody's like, yeah, it's fine. We're all buddies. Everybody love everybody. It's the NFL. It's violent. It's supposed to be hatred and a rivalry. And now we're all holding hands in a circle, in, a, in, in the circle of peace. We all love each other now. I think there's a little, like, so right now. He's trying so hard to get a rile out of me. Well, I know, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's going for that. I, I honestly, there is something to the juice. I would really not love it if uh, uh, Jordan Love was friends with Kirk Cousins right now because I feel like I look at the Vikings in the in the landscape of the NFC North for the last ten years. They're our peer. Chicago right now is like our little brothers that we just beat up on during this Rodgers era. I understand that it's a new time, but like the Bears haven't done anything to make me like super afraid yet so that part of that rivalry comes from them holding up their end of the rivalry and now there's an opportunity to do it but i don't think my brain has fully switched into like the bears are now peers because our quarterback is no better than theirs and and that's guaranteed we we used to have better quarterbacks for 30 years now it's not i just haven't flipped that mindset yeah if the, i guarantee you the bears go out and win this game over the packers which i don't think will happen but if it does i am going to be very heated yeah. for the next bears packer game i just need to be reminded that the bears aren't the packers little brothers anymore they are peers they have a quarterback on the same trajectory or we're hoping a very same trajectory as uh, Jordan Love. But we're hoping very different trajectories. Well, okay. I would love that the Bears continue in quarterback purgatory as they have been my entire life. But yeah, but like I that's what the what organizations saying. are hoping for. No, right. We have new quarterbacks now. Right, and I and I get that. So I just don't think I've just I haven't grasped the like, idea that we're if 
Like, we're not rivals for the last 10 years. If, we weren't rivals. If there's a year since 2010 when they played in the NFC Championship game that there should be juice, it should be this year to your point, right? Like, there's two young quarterbacks, two new faces of the franchise. The games are bookended this but year. They play week one mentality. and week 18. You got to flip your mentality that they're not the little brothers anymore. Was there, and you tell me on your and end I of it, was there it. juice? Matt Nagy took over. Mitch Trubisky came here. Remember Aaron Rodgers? The Bears lost that game. But the pa- 2018, yeah, yeah the Bears were up at halftime. Rodgers gets hurt. He comes back. He scores. Packer fans are dunking all over the Bears. The Bears won the division that year. They're the ones that ended the Packers' season at Soldier Field. The Packers were trying to make another run. They were trying to do a little run. And I, I, it might have been Adrian Amos. No, it was Eddie Jackson who intercepted Aaron Rodgers and killed it. You tell me what I don't know on your end. I'm not going to speak for you. Was there juice and animosity then? Because the Bears it, came in with a new coach it and a young quarterback. And... Packer fans were very invested, in, in, and they were right, uh, making sure that they told the world that Mitch Trubisky was trash. Right. Because and, they were worried and mad about it. Right, and I, 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 there was definitely a little bit of juice that came there, but at the end of the day, I was still like, I, regardless of how good of a season Mitch had that year, I was still confident. But it that, wasn't about Mitch. It was about that team. Like, well, their it defense was about the was team, premier, but I was yeah. still confident that Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers' thing. So, again, I... I don't feel like that juice goes away when you have this quarterback who is just leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else in the division. Now we have four quarterbacks. You've got two guys who are hoping that if we're as good as Kirk Cousins, like we got a, it's not a failure of a pick with Jordan Love. The Bears would kill for a guy who got to be as good as Kirk Cousins. They might be the best quarterback in Bears history if Justin Fields turns out to be a Kirk Cousins. And then you have Jared Goff, which is like a shell of what Kirk Cousins is. Like, There's a bunch of very similar quarterbacks in this division. And the quarterback, as we know, is the most important player. This is going to drive the kind of rivalries that we look forward to. These games that are going to be... Not just you're, we're not going in thinking Jordan loves reason one two three four and five the Packers win this game, like that's not the reality anymore, and that's why there's going to be buzz behind behind rivalry games in like divisional games are all going to be rivalry feeling games. JB from the V chimes in. The Bears are trash. Bear fans are trash. <laughs> Justin Fields is trash. Put that in your detector and smoke it, Rutledge. On that, we're going to give away some beer. (laughs) We're going to give away some Guinness. We are halfway to St. Patrick's Day. And to celebrate, Guinness is giving away some free beer. That's right. You're going to get a case of Guinness. Man, sitting around the fire. Pour the, like I have like a fire pit in my backyard with the propane in into it, so I can pour myself uh, a big tall glass of Guinness, sit out on my new deck, and the the fire pit going, and enjoy some Guinness. The real hero of the Guinness, too, is that widget. Yes, that's so what I'm saying. You, but here's what my advice: open it up, let the widget do its work, and then pour it into a glass. And it is, look, it's it, like draft Guinness, it, right? But it's not heavier. It's just it's dark, but it's not that much heavier than the Coors Light. Same, basically, I think it's like uh, hundred calories. Yeah, too. same alcohol by volume as a Coors Light. So it's just a mix up. We're gonna give a case of it right now. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Caller number. Uh, let's go caller number nine because Matt LaFleur's record against the Bears will be 9-0 and after Sunday's game. Nine. <laughs> caller Call number nine. For nine caller and number nine, 844-770-3776. Should be zero because he's got zero wins without Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. Uh, he's got eight overall, though. That's all that matters, Jimmy. Take that to the grave. Caller nine right now. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Who won the beer? Mike in Madison, our winner of the beer. Shout out Mike. I believe a first-time winner. I've never taken his intro before. Congratulations, Mike. King Troll House D chimes in. If you're a real Packers fan, Matt Hamilton, I added that. You hate the Bears. You hate the Vikings. And it does not matter if they're friends. It does not matter if the teams are good. You got to hate them all the time. Paraphrase some of that. I mean, I do. I hate the teams. I hate the Bears. I hate the Vikings. I dislike the Lions. They haven't done anything in the last 15, 20 years for me to really hate them. They, they beat us last year at the end of that run, but, like, let's be real. I, I kind of – I was cashing it in earlier that season. The fact that Rodgers went on that run I thought was, like, miracle enough. I got to that last game and was a little – Skeptical. We might have to. So starting on Monday, Matt, you and I move four to six. We might have to revisit this question if the Bears win. Do you have a problem with Jordan Love, Justin Fields being friends? If the Bears win, we might have to reschedule the start of our show. <laughs> so, Matt, <laughs> on that note, speaking of schedule, before we get to throwing stones, um, are you late for something? Because it says here uh, Team Schuster versus King uh, playing in a tournament this weekend in Ontario. Your face is on the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the picture of it. Yeah, we got a bunch of B-roll uh, photos, so that's just like a photo of but, me at some tournament. Yeah, my curling team is competing right now. But you're not in the tournament. Yeah. Is I this? actually had a te- I had the pre-event okay. meeting with the team uh, before the I was, show. Today. I was worried that maybe he reversed it. You know, sometimes he forgets he has Rutledge and Hamilton. I thought maybe he forgot he was on a show. How good would that be? I forgot I was supposed to be in Toronto, (laughs) Ontario today. (laughs) But, like, you can understand, like, this is a bit misleading that Matt Hamilton's face is on the poster. I'm going to be honest. So this lineup that our alternate Colin and Landsteiner, those two guys at front end is not a very common lineup that we've done. Like, Landsteiner had a kid early last season. Me and Colin played a lot. We have not done this rotation very much. So I'm happy that those guys are going to get a, a crack at it, and I'm very appreciative that they let me take this weekend off so I could go to a wedding and then actually be totally prepared. And by that, I mean not traveling home on Sunday. I can actually watch the Packer game and have something to talk about <laughs> for the start of my drive-time show. <laughs> Yo, your drive-time show. is that Well, I mean, come Let's- on, Jimmy. Who's bringing the heat and who's driving the show? That's fair. Let's uh, <laughs> throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Jeff in Janesville chimed in, and uh, he did ask the question, so if anyone else is asking the question, Matt and I are moving four to six, Rutledge and Hamilton. That is drive time, but not for Jeff in Janesville. Apparently, this is his drive time, so you will get the law firm of Kyle Bruston Nortman. <laughs> Kyle Wallace, Ben Brust, Brad Nortman, two to four on ESPN Madison. So they're, they're, we're, we're flipping time swats. Brad Nortman, former Badger punter. Ben Brust, former Badger basketball player. And then Kyle Wallace uh, of The Truth. So a good mix of different personalities, and that'll be a really good show. We're excited to have that as our leading. Let's throw some stones. Yeah, it is time to throw some stones each and every day. Are you having a stroke? I did a little bit. Got distracted. Each and every day, I scour the interwebs to figure out what the heck is happening in the last 24. I've got questions. Jim and Matt have answers. I'll score them throughout at the end. We'll crown a winner of Thursday's edition of Throwing Stones. Today is the first day of the NFL season. Lions, Chiefs tonight. 
at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. The banner reveal for the reigning Super Bowl champion as they take on the NFC North opponent, Detroit Lions. So I ask you, fellas, off the top of your dome, right now I need a Super Bowl prediction. Oh, man. Super Bowl, Super Bowl prediction for Matt Hamilton right now is going to be Jets versus... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Jets. Jets, Eagles. Do not forget he's fanboy over there. And I think the Eagles are going to win. I... Rodgers has there's something going on right now. He has not looked that way since early Green Bay days. So who knows? He might be an old man that doesn't have it anymore. He might win the MVP. I think. Who knows? I'll go with. I'm going to say the Bengals mm. will play the Eagles, and the Eagles will win. I'm there with you on the Eagles. Yeah. So I, I think the Eagles are still a well-built football team. The pick of Jalen Carter to the Eagles was, I think, perfect for them. He should have been, it could have been the first overall pick, a defensive lineman from Georgia. Has legitimate character issues, not just some of the trouble he got in with the law and the speeding and the, the, the death of a friend in that race, but also, like, did he care enough, work ethic things, which is why a lot of teams who pick high passed on him because a lot of those teams are younger. They don't have the culture to work around a guy like that. Right. Philadelphia, they had a high pick via trade, they said we could take a guy like Jalen Carter in because we have a locker room full of veterans that can keep this guy in line and will get the most out of him. So they might have gotten the most talented player in the draft, uh, I think ninth or 10th overall. Yeah. So that only adds to their defense plus Jalen Hurts. He doesn't have to even be as good as he was last year. If he's just close to that, they'll be great. So I'm going to go Eagles win the whole thing, but they beat the Bengals. Ooh, okay. So both of you high on the Eagles. I hate that because I do. I, there's no fan base. And I am including the Bears and the Vikings in this that I dislike more than Philadelphia fans of all across all of Philadelphia sports. I think they're just like the other side of the coin of Packer fans. They're just more like they're East Coasters, so they got a little bit more. Thing they were pee and vinegar. I always thought they were bad because I heard people telling like stories that they're like it's you can't go to a Philly game and wear the opposing team's jerseys, but when. When, remember when the Vikings got absolutely rolled by them after the Minnesota miracle against the Saints in Minneapolis? They go to uh, Philadelphia and play, and there was like, first of all, the the Eagles pound them, just crush the Vikings. And on the way out, there's video of like Vikings fans who are leaving that are having like trash thrown at them, and like that's. You don't hear about that in Green Bay, so I don't oh, like no, hearing no, the fall. other side I mean, that's, of that. That's happened. It was in Milwaukee, but that happened to me. So I mean, but I don't Where? love Packer fans at County Stadium. Oh, when I saw way back like, in the yeah. Day. So as a kid, yeah. But I, mean, I do I not guess. lump. I do not I lump all it. Packer fans into right. it because I haven't seen much because of that. you saw it once on TV or it happened once to me doesn't mean that's most fans. I know most Packer fans are pretty good people. Right. Every once in a while, there's jerks out there. So I'm yeah, not going to write off a fan base, but you can. Oh, I just want to be clear. Am. Like I'm, de- it, it, I'm definitely it, doing it. It has definitely happened, but I also know most Packer fans are pretty welcoming. Right. I don't think Philly is that way. Jimmy, did you join our uh, survivor pool no, on the ESPN app? Are you going to? Maybe. Okay, you're running out of time. Okay. I did. Should we tweet that link out? Just tweet it out? Get some people involved? <laughs> nah, not anyway. Um, so who's you guys want to be a part of an irrelevant <laughs> pick'em pool? <laughs> Lions, Chiefs. Who you got? I'd be lying to myself if I wasn't going to pick the Chiefs. It's oh, the that Chiefs. was horrible. <laughs> that was really, really bad. 
I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think Kelsey will play. It seems to be leaning that way. That hopefully. Would you play him in fantasy football if you had him? Yeah, I mean, oh. he's clear cut the number one guy. Yeah. For that position, so I mean, obviously. What I about you, Struff? Uh, yeah, Chiefs. But the nice no, thing. No, 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 no. If you have Kelsey on your fantasy football oh, team, you're benching him tonight. But yeah. don't, is it? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a. I play fantasy, but isn't it better that he plays early so you could wait to the last minute and bench him and then play someone else differently? So, I mean, like, this is the best no, case. It'd be better if he played Monday night because then you have until Sunday to make a decision. So you have to lock your whole roster. That yeah, was my it, point. It, it, okay, it, so that's why I couldn't remember if you had no, to lock your roster. No, you don't have roster. to lock your roster. He's just like, if he if you have him in the starting spot and they start the game, he's locked in there. Right, but I'm saying that like, so, so if you moved him, 10 you minutes could pick somebody up 10 minutes before the game on Sunday and play him. So that's why I'm saying the yeah, best case scenario would be tonight. requires you to be paying attention. Well, yeah. it's the first it's, game of the season. I would imagine most people are paying attention. Yeah, it's Benjamin tonight, I think. Yeah, so I would say that if you had a player in question, you'd rather than play a Thursday night because you at least could get them out. Right. Uh, but I think the Chiefs win. But I think the Lions, to give them a good, this is the Lions' chance to announce their presence with authority. If the Lions come out and win tonight, they are going to feel very confident and they're going to get a lot of love. I'd rather them peak in September than December, I'll tell you that much. That's true. National Beers Lo- Beer Lovers Day today, fellas. How nice. Sh- how should we celebrate? Well, crush your Coors Light. Because the Mountain Blue, many you know what to do. How many? I don't know. Crush your Coors Light. Thanks. <laughs> However many. <laughs> However many, uh, many you can just got verbally left hanging. Like he was going for a high five there, and Matt just like kept walking. Yeah, sometimes you have to. I tried to set up Crush Crew's light, but you just didn't do it. Well, I know, but I'm not your dancing monkey. Yes, you are. Wait, I'm sorry. We might have to revisit this show. You dance when I say you dance. That's actually, you're right. I am your dancing monkey. Put your hat back on and dance. Uh, (laughs) Hey, you should dance because you won for a third day straight. Matt Hamilton. Oh, yeah. You'd be lying to yourself if you thought Jim was going to beat me. I'm the Chiefs of throwing stones, baby. I'm the Patty Mahomes of throwing stones. Do you want to review it and revoke it? No. uh, I don't like how you've spoken to me this week, so (laughs) good luck winning. I see. Perfect week. Perfect week. Corruption. Hey, rigged. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> no, you're good. not the don of this show. <laughs> All right, Canopy Wealth Management. Uh, they can help you uh, with your financial goals. Go to canopy-wealth.com to them today and see them. Ask them how they can come up with a comprehensive and specific plan for you and your family. Again, go to Canopy Wealth Management. dot uh, com. It's canopy-wealth.com. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Throw It Back Thursday on Rutledge and Hamilton is brought to you by Guinness, the world's most iconic brewed beer, pushing brewing boundaries since 1759.
I've broken my golden rule. If the bump music runs for a minute, I'm just going to crack the mic. It's oh, Rutledge sh- and Hamilton presented Stop by Coors it. Light. Stop it. What are we doing for the last Keep minute? Keep going, dude. Yeah. You're killing it. What are we doing? Being a hardo. You're, You're talking trying. about the I just show. don't want our stream to get kicked off YouTube. Golden rule. Why is it going to get kicked off YouTube? If you let the music play for too long without talking over it, it's, it gets copyrighted. Oh. <laughs> and you guys sat there chopping it up for a minute when you had the entire commercial break. I want to know what's so important that we don't want to do our show anymore. Uh, we were just talking trash about you. Yeah. yeah. What were we actually doing? Didn't want to bring it on the air. Uh, the uh, clips- oh, like you haven't for the entire last two days. <laughs> and you're in your feelings about it, clearly. So we'll just do it behind your back yes. instead. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't handle like a man, then we have to talk behind your back. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> he doesn't get that reference. He doesn't know that. <laughs> Clinkster chimes in, hey, for today and the next day, can we stop the Canada slander? Matt Hamilton, I know people at the CBSA that make your travels up here for curling. Maybe there'll be a problem at the border because you were taking shots at, I think, TSN. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Deserved shots at TSN. You're doubling down. I'm, I'm, I have no problem with Canada. <laughs> it's just pretty funny that TSN is... Kind of boring. It's not as good as SportsCenter and ESPN. Yeah, I still don't understand why they can't just like have ESPN. It's like the and, same thing. I just, like, can we just, can we just not have ESPN in Canada? Is it like I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I mean, have I never understood that. I, I don't get it. Uh, but who knows? Lee, good friend of the show, Lee from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Now, Matt, you sent me a photo the other day. You made a, a delicious pizza. Tell me about that pizza you made. Yes, I made a homemade pasta sauce with tomatoes fresh off the vine in the garden. Uh, went to the farmer's market, had some fresh mozzarella that we Ooh, had gotten okay. there. Uh, some leftover, I had some ham that I get as part of the like the half a pig I get, so I had some nice, some good ham, high-quality ham, threw some red onion on there. It reminds me of getting a uh, cow soon, of course. And then when it was all done, right. this was my secret ingredient that set off. Those little, they're called pepitas, they're little <laughs> seeds, they're kind of yeah. like, a little bit bigger than sunflower seeds. I roasted those in a pan and yeah. sprinkled those on top at the end. I just had the pizzas for the first time on Saturday. Oh, they're delicious. I put those on the top of my pizza, my ham and onion pizza that I made. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it was one of the best pizzas I've ever made. And you made it wearing your chef's shirt or coat from Ruth's Chris. Yes. From our friend Lee. He gifted you that. Yep. And my wife made the sourdough crust Ooh. for the pizza. So All right. like, everything was like from scratch. It was a, it was a delicious pizza. But Lee... Uh, now listening to the show more, did chime in. <laughs> Jets in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I felt hints of it on my last visit, but now I'm confirming. Matt has a man crush on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Luckily, he gets Catch it, up, right, Lee. Alex? Catch up, Lee. <laughs> Everybody on this show already knows. All of our listeners, <laughs> consistent <laughs> listeners, know that Matt Hamilton is an Aaron Rodgers stan. Has he been hiding it a little bit, Alex, or we just had not talked about uh, Aaron a lot? I think you guys, we just haven't brought him up as much. Thankfully. Yeah. Well, we'll be talking about him more because he's joining Pat McAfee every Tuesday on ESPN now. You're kidding. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. And the Jets probably think Breaking it's great. News. I can't, honestly, it I could be to our fans. It was announced today. I can't what wait. Mean it was announced today. It was announced four years ago <laughs> <laughs> that he's going to be on Pat McAfee. That was not four. Th- like Aaron Rodgers said, yes, I'm coming back. He's done but this. Aaron said, I'm coming back. He said it today like it was an announcement, like, hey, I'm doing it again. It's a new right. channel. Yeah. Like, it was not a guarantee it was going to be on ESPN or that he was going to do it. Like today, they made an announcement. Aaron said, yes, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, who knows? Aaron, so Aaron, and, Pat my McAfee, number. Aaron and Pat McAfee made a big deal out of it. I'm confused. 
They made an announcement to that they, he's oh, actually they, they doing actually it. did. Yes. Today, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just you making the announcement. No. I was like, what are we doing here? No. No, we're actually no. making an announcement. Jesus. That's God, what are you? Where are you? You're Mr. Social Media. It was on Pat McAfee. He made his no, debut on I'm ESPN. Mr. Irrelevant. Well, like, Mr. Irrelevant and Mr. Obtuse, apparently. apparently. This is irrelevant news. Yeah. No. I mean, it's 40 years old. I mean, it's, it's not four years old. You're just being this a weirdo. It's fourth now. season. But it's not. This was not a guaranteed season. He moved from a completely different network to ESPN. There was Pat did not say there was guaranteed that Aaron was going to be on. That was TBD. And Aaron today or yesterday, I saw it on social media today. But I think it was on ESPN today. Aaron said, "I'm going to join you every Tuesday going forward." They made a big deal about it on Pat's show. So Pat thought it was a big deal. So it is news. I don't know why you're being weird about it. <laughs> Pat McAfee being on ESPN with. Uh, or excuse me, Aaron Rodgers being on ESPN every Tuesday with Aaron Rodgers seems like, like it news to me, right? Uh, were, you, were you counting on that? No, I wasn't okay, counting okay. on it, but I'm super intrigued by it. Me too, and we'll be talking about Aaron more, especially since you have him uh, going to Super Bowl. Yeah. Where do, where do you think the Jets fall? Oh, man. Like, they're playoff team, right? Yes. Well, you know the what? AFC's Honestly, tough. I'm going to go exactly like this. They're boomer bust. So, like, I think they are going to be what you think they are, and they're going to be a team competing for the AFC Championship, or they might be hot trash. Like, I don't think there's an in-between. I don't think they're going to be it's like the Packers. Last, I don't think they're like the Packers last year where it's like, oh, they're going to maybe at the last game of the year get in or, or not get in. I honestly think it'll be one of those things where if they get in... So you think by like week 14 they're either clinched or they're out. <laughs> week 15. There's, it's not going to come down to the last week of the season. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that either they're going to be a team that's like, hey, they are going for the NFC Championship, or, hey, maybe they should sit Aaron Rodgers so he doesn't play 65% of the games. Mm, so we don't lose the pick. Oh, so I, I honestly think it's going to go one of those two ways. I don't think there'll be a middle ground of, like, will they make the playoffs The only or way they? I don't see the, them doing well is if Rodgers gets hurt. Like, multiple games. Right. This is assuming the Rodgers health there, because obviously 65% would be irrelevant if he's missing a lot of games with injury. Right. So what happens, I guess, I don't know this. Maybe Alex knows this, the Mr. Know-it-all of all things sports here. What happens? What is that supposed to mean? What happens with the pick? What, what, what is wrong with what, you today? You're just, you're, you're getting made fun of on the, uh, what it, uh, Adam and Madison chimes in. Just because you're Mr. Irrelevant doesn't mean you have to stay up to date on relevant sports news, Alex. No, so if Aaron Rodgers is, let's it, say Aaron This Ro- is not news. He's is done news. this for four years. Okay, then tell Pat no big Breaking deal. Breaking news: Joe Biden is the president of the United States. The show was off. <laughs> like you're trying so hard. The show was off, and it was not guaranteed to come back on. Like it is not a annual. It is not a. It is a year to year deal. We had Aaron Rodgers for three or four years of good karma. He just decided not to come back the next year. So that was news when he came back each year because he had a choice to come back each year. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers can than choose. When he's hanging out with his friends. No, he was and friends with Wildy at that. Theories. But he was friends with Wildy at that point. It is a year to year thing on that show. If you, if you you I feel like we're one of the few people in America that thought for sure that Aaron Rodgers was rejoining the Pat McAfee show, especially after he went to ESPN. Like you thought that was fatal complete. Yeah. Okay. I think I, you I haven't been given a reason to think otherwise. All right. I mean. Schefter, part of ESPN. Rogers not really loving anyone from ESPN. He loves Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk. Well, now, but they weren't a part of ESPN then. Who knows? Maybe he's like, you know, what? I don't want to throw them yeah, a ball. That, that's right on this. So what happens if Whoa. if Aaron Rodgers often gets hurt, but the Jets make the playoffs? 
because it wasn't like is a trigger for sixty five percent. He has to play sixty five percent. So if he gets hurt and Zach Wilson comes in and just because of all the great leadership from Aaron Rodgers, his balls out, uh, and then you still get second round pick then, right? You don't. Yeah, you so let's say, round pick. Yes. So let's say Aaron Rodgers gets hurt like week three. The Jets go on a run. He comes back for the last two games of the regular season and carries his team to the Super Bowl. You get the last pick in the second round. Yeah. Ooh, that's juicy. That's a juicy one. It's incredibly I like that. unlikely as well. You know what else is juicy? The steaks at Roots Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. <laughs> Depending on how you want them cooked. But Matt, how like cause you I love that they got like the the, the heated plate there. Yes. It comes out and so like I did a shared porterhouse with my wife when we went there uh, about a month or two months ago. And it was perfect because I like my steak, like I like like a medium rare. Right. And my wife more medium well. So she was able to I explained it to her and she's like, I, I don't know. One of those times that I was, Lee was able to prove me right because <laughs> I was like, No, I, I, you can cut it and just put it on the plate and it'll cook it to what you wanted at. And right. so she was able to have her part of the porterhouse cooked how she wanted it cooked because it brought out medium rare. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to eat it how I wanted to eat it. But that's just one of the many great things over at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Middleton. We are excited to be out there. We're going to get out there to do a show sooner than later. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Music is playing. It's too loud. We're ready to go. Alex Strope slacking. That was so loud. I, yeah. I jumped in when I heard the music yeah, and yeah. then... Where's the producer? I don't know, man. Doesn't he know when the music starts? You got to get going? Off the producer farm for Mr. Irrelevant, I'll tell you that. <laughs> He's literally sliding around the producer's room on a chair right now, just yeah. not paying attention. Let's go, let's go take a call to the pen. I saw I saw Warsheim out there in the, you in know, the bullpen there. We Can might, a, we might need to bring someone here. in. Yeah. Wooly, if you can hear us, we are in help. trouble. We're sinking. Help. We're SOS. sinking. Uh, this is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The Monster Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. And that's Crush a Coors Light. This is our second to last show at uh, the two to four window. Normally, we'll be like starting to prep for our show at this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. A little early. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> we'll get, we're on four to six starting on Monday. And we'll be, I mean, talk about Badgers, Washington State. We'll talk about that some tomorrow. But like, man. Like that game, I'm worried. Oh. Like Washington State, I think they, their quarterback put up like 400 yards. And it was Colorado State they played. Uh, Mordecai worries me because he likes to turn the ball over. I don't love that. Like the, I'm fine with, like, if he wants to throw for 200 yards and a touchdown, I can live with that. The two interceptions have me a little worried. Now, the Badgers almost doubled up number two as far as rushing yards in the Big Ten. I think Nebraska was number two for the most rushing yards last week, at like maybe 180, and the Badgers were, you know, in the 300s. But still, I need, I, I feel great. If Tanner doesn't turn the ball over, I feel like we'll be talking about a Badger victory. Dub, right. But that's one, obviously. But the bigger one is Bears-Packers. And here's where I'm at with it. That I actually think the Packers have a better roster than the Bears. I still think that they are... Now, I don't... The Packers have this... They're trying to thread this needle. They're trying to do like a competitive rebuild. It's what the Vikings are trying to do as well. Where they're trying to shed some older players, but also stay relevant. And hopefully you can kind of just kind of bounce back and be in kind of competition to win the NFC North. The Bears tore it all the way down to the studs, like the Lions. So, like, the Bears, they don't have a lot of depth. They've added a lot of players, but they were going from a three-win team, and they're trying to get to an eight- or nine-win team. Right. Obviously, the Packers were an eight- or nine-win team. Now they're trying to get better, and so, obviously, they subbed out. A, a, they got worse at quarterback, but 
But if know. they can, honestly, it's a win if they can stay at an eight, nine win. Right, game. I agree. But my point is, these two teams now are closer than they have been in a while. So this could be a really exciting game. A little bit of, I won't call it breaking news, but Romeo Dobbs has returned to practice for the first time in two weeks with his hamstring issue. David Bakhtiari still not practicing on a bike, and Christian Watson not practicing. Right. I, I mean, that's promising signs for Dobbs because these, we got to remember, this is just Dobbs and. Uh, Watson's second year. I don't have a ton of confidence that they know the that they could go out and just do it without any practice. Yes, you know what I mean. Like if Devontae Adams near the end of his career in Green Bay was like not going to play all week, I had zero problems with him starting on Sunday and just being an absolute force. There, we have no reason to think that Romeo Dobbs can go a week without practice. Right, I was just going to say two weeks. Yes, it's practice. different for Bakhtiari than it is for Dobbs. That Bakhtiari, he's, yeah. and it's not saying that Dobbs is won't be prepared or he doesn't know the playbook. It's just Bakhtiari has done it for years, yeah. and so he's earned the right. And not that Dobbs is at all, you know, trying to get out of practice, but. The Packers could also, I mean, I guess if he's 100%, they'll put him out there. But I mean, you don't want to mess with a hamstring, though. So, I no. mean, if they if he tweaks it this week, they might say, you know what? Yes, it's week one. Yes, it's the Bears. But we, I, don't remember I don't want which, Dobbs out for four weeks just for this one game. I don't remember which season it was in particular, but I remember Jordy had a lingering hamstring that oh, happens, affected yeah. him almost the entire season. Look, from, I mean, from him not quite having the, the burners that you'd expect from Jordy to not playing games and now here and rust. there. Yeah, I mean, from Dobbs, like, are you back in athletic condition? Right. So, I mean, are you? That's part of it as well. Watson not being there, if they can have one of the two, at least that's helpful. But it, this goes back to what I talked about on Wildey and Tausch, and this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. But I talked about it on Wildey and Tausch that we're also assuming if everyone's healthy on the Packers and they stay healthy all year, no key player gets hurt, and yeah, nine wins, ten wins doesn't seem insane. Yeah, but that's not how football works. Like. People are going to get hurt. Next man up. But Watson is out, and so now it's the worst time for him to be out because now you got to put – like, Reed's a slot receiver. He's not necessarily – maybe at some point he oh, can be oh, – oh, oh. He's out of practice, not of the game. You're right, out of practice. But if I said if he's out. Are we good on that now? Okay, thanks for jumping in and throwing right. off the rhythm there. So, <laughs> Reed is at best right now his perfect spot as a slot receiver. Maybe he totally. develops more, but – I think that's where you want him. And now all of a sudden you're starting to go like, okay, what are we doing at wide receiver? There's no you put like Wicks out there or Toure. Right, and they can have little moments, but now you're just getting further you're you're grasping a little bit further down. So the right. lack of depth is, for me for the Packers, like their top end talent looks good, but Watson's the guy we talked about it before the season gets dinged. So if he's out, that's not shocking because he'll miss some games. Luke Musgraves is the guy that I don't think Never ever finished, finished a, a college full. Season, <laughs> so now yeah. he's got to play uh, 17 games. So, like, that's it's a lot. There's a lot of faith there. And again, I think Goody's got a two year plan. So I'm not at all saying the Packers are heading in the wrong direction. But I am saying that the Packers could have a, a lot of nice players look, a lot of young players look very nice this year and look good, but they might still win five games. Aren't you saving this for tomorrow? No, I'll play it tomorrow, too. Okay. <laughs> um,. Tomorrow we'll do our production, our predictions. Yep, and we'll do some magic predictions, and we'll get everyone ready for us being at four o'clock. Yeah, uh, next week. Uh, Scalzo and Bruss coming up next. Only two shows left for those guys. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. See ya. Everybody out. Simbrick, Chevrolet.